The Boiled Sports Podcast Network is sponsored by Homefield Apparel. Go to homefieldapparel.com and enter Boiled23 to get 15% off your first order. Homefield Apparel, wear one for the team. And by AJ's Burgers and Beef on Vine Street in West Lafayette. Visit eatajs.com to order or just stop in. AJ's Burgers, Beef, Beer. Ventriloquist. <laughs> ah, that's a twist, man. Yeah. yeah. The setup that, was, who told you that one? Is that from the office or on the water cooler? Or? Oh, yeah. 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 That's where the jokes are. Monday morning. You like the setup, though. The first line was about Right, that. right. God, I mean, that's where most of the joke is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all in the setup. Um, it's the handsome hour. It's Boiler Dowd. It's Anish. It's Jay. I don't know who's here. Probably nobody. Is anyone still watching? Let me let me start us off with a question. Okay. I want to start us even before the thanking our sponsors. No, actually, no. Let's not. I'll ask you after this. Let's thank our sponsors. I want to. I want to thank uh, our pals at AJ's. I'm actually wearing AJ's gear tonight, not not home field apparel gear, uh, just because I want my co-host to be green with envy. We've already talked about this off camera, uh, off off. What do you call it? Recording off streaming. <clears throat> But if you go over to AJ's, they will not have a sweatshirt for everybody. They won't. But they will have delicious out. American pub fare. Enter Boiled at checkout for a sweatshirt. That's right. Tell them Boiler Dad said you can have one. If it's you order yeah. they should have like a they should have like a massive like one pound burger or two pound burger. And if yes. you eat it, you get an AJ sweatshirt. I wonder if Adam comes on tonight. Maybe we can maybe we can see if he'll he'll I think he'll, that's yeah, I think that's what Fair. He's fair. fun. Adam's a ton of fun. He's reasonable. Both Jake, they're both yeah, they're both reasonable. Go to go to AJ's. Go to AJ's. Feed your face. Um, it's good. It's good stuff. And if you're like me, the next time you're going to be on campus, of course, will be for the Minnesota game, and that'll be that'll be. Uh, I'll be lovely. Chance to have a great weekend. I just made myself spit laugh on the microphone. Yeah, it's fine. You're eating skit. You're eating an entire family bag of Skittles. No, you recording the face. The, I'm having the boiler down. The key boiler down move of opening an entire package of Werther's Originals next They're to the smarties. microphone. You whippersnapper. They're Smarties. Uh yes. Well, yes. This is the clear. Dad, what do you think of AJ's? Oh, there we go. Look yes. at the hearts. The AJ's love. Well, well, well I think of... AJ's. I love AJ's. I, I, I and well, when I go the there, to the heart thing. That's why. Yeah, I exactly. That was it. But, but when I, when I go there, though, I got to tell you, there are so many different things. I, literally every time, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what exactly I'm going to get just to scratch the itch. So I, um, I got the. Uh, like I, I got the Euro Burger last time. And it was oh. delightful. Oh, there you go. I had the breakfast burger because I went in there once and I and I got something really plain and Adam gave me a ration of shit. So I got the breakfast burger last time. Anywhere I go, the breakfast burger usually works. It's all good. Eggs on a burger. I love it. I mean, it's eggs and bacon on a it's burger. It's underrated. I mean, it sounds kind of like, yeah, right. That sounds no, it's really good. Oh, it's great. It, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. great. And then also we'd like to thank. I'm wearing uh, Homefield this evening, and I have to say, look at this! All three of us are in different gear. Different gear. 
We did. He's wearing the. the I like that you say it like it's amazing. Like we couldn't plan it because the truth is we never do. So often we never planned anything this far. So um, I love this sweatshirt. By the way, you know how you know how you like you find yourself saying, "Man, I might give them more of my money." They have this shirt, but in a hoodie, and Mm. I I love the crew, but I like this nineteen. It's like nineteen. 10 or 1919 logo the seal the seal it's really old this is like it's got the griffin but it's really old anyway but you were on campus when they when they released that logo weren't you i was i was um uh go to uh home field enter boiled 23 at checkout and get 15 percent off your first order Mm -hmm. did you see my says you're supposed to just go into aj's and yell boiled (laughs) i i endorse this right i think you should give it a try see if maybe adam will come out there you know? Oh, that's what makes them appear. It's like Beetlejuice. That's right. Bile! <laughs> I was going to ask you guys. Here we are. It's October 30th. It's not even November yet. And I know the answer. I like asking questions that I know the answers you're both going to say, but I like to add. It's performative. This is an art form. Right, and exactly. I'm going to say, is Purdue's football season over? What do you mean? Is it over? There's tons of games left. This is there's, there's so much still games left. I mean, I don't mean literally. Game. I mean, you know, five if you include the pinstripe bowl that we're going to <laughs> with five wins. It's gonna be one of those years. Oh man, wouldn't that be the best? If it's one of those years where they need a five-win team and Purdue goes, you'd be like, oh gracious. Oh. <laughs> That's the funny. The funny thing is, like I, I said to you guys a couple weeks ago. I don't want to wish away football season just to get to basketball. I don't want to wish away the basketball season just to get to March to get the postseason. But then right? it's starting to get warmer out. So then it's kind of a nice time of year. Yeah. And then yeah. the tournament's behind you because it's always over very quickly. <laughs> right. Exactly. But I can tell you, I can tell you what happened this last weekend makes me almost wish away I football know. season. Holy uh, moly, did that change quickly? Let me so one rough. thing that that and I said this to you guys, that demonstrated to me. What we all knew, and that is Nebraska's not good. They're really not good. Like you know what's funny about that? I think I agree, but they're having the best season that they've had in like six years. Yeah. Well, I made that point. Games, guys. They've won oh, they're five and three. Games. No, they're 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 doing what of course we wish Purdue could do and what Purdue has done in some in recent seasons where you win and you know, eight, nine games. You win games you should. They're not going to win nine games this year. Let's not let's not delude ourselves, you know, which Purdue did two years ago. They're not going to win eight, I don't think, which is what Purdue did last year. These are just the things you need to remind Nebraska they like, fans. They like, to, they like those reminders, I'm told. They are so chatty. And I know we had Greg. It's incredible. Uh, it's incredible it, how delusional they are. I had a guy, and I, you know, I, one of the only fan bases I ever go in on anymore is Nebraska. And I... I just said, guys, the last time you had a winning season was 2016 under Mike Riley. Like you, that, they won nine that year. Now, if you Purdue over the last two seasons, and if you want to lump this season in, has won 19 games over the last two and a half seasons. You have to go back five years and add them all up to get to that many for Nebraska. Is that yeah? And yet, yes. and yet, you had somebody on Twitter say they own Purdue. It's it's so like like listen listen Purdue is not good right well, the now. Big Ten, we we are the Big Ten has been are. around since the eighteen the late eighteen hundreds so it's a historic rivalry they must be talking but, about but, oh yeah 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 it's but Purdue here's the thing guys and this isn't being a homer because I don't think I mean none of us we're are not homers here. we're a no. lot of things we're not homers we Purdue's will, a better we many people have accused us of many things exactly <laughs> Purdue's a better football program right now than Nebraska suck on that 
Husker yeah. fans. Purdue is a better football program. Purdue has been to bowls, what, four in the last six years? Three yeah. or four, something like yeah. that. They've won the Big Ten West. They've won nine games. Like, Nebraska hasn't been over 500 since 2016. It's crazy. So stuff it. You still might not be. That still might not happen. Was 16 Pellini? 16 no, was 16 was Mike Pellini Riley. They went, oh, Riley. Geez, they right. went you nine said, and yeah, four yeah. that year. Think about how good that would feel for them right now. Nine and four. And they're not going to sniff that. I don't know if they will next year. Because as we've talked about for Purdue, for programs that are in the Nebraska-Purdue echelon, yes, yes, I did that. <laughs> I just said that, yeah. The Big Ten is not getting easier. So I don't know where Nebraska, Nebraska, you should be just as sad that the West is going away as teams like Purdue, Northwestern. Why? Uh, did they win the West? Well, <laughs> it's not getting easier. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, BS I'm Analytics told. is in my no. ear here. Our BS Analytics uh, uh, correspondent. <laughs> do, 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 do. No, they did not win the Big Ten West. They only won they the did. leaders and or legends. They I'm did. not sure. I still can never remember. That's Pelini. That was Pelini. Yeah. Yes. Pelini got them yeah. there in like one of their first years in the Big Ten because he, he went to like the Big 12 title game right before they left the Big 12. And then he went to the Big Ten title game. Mm -hmm. And then they ran him out of town. Yeah. And I think I think everybody, Pelini, Nebraska fans, all oh, this is gonna be easy. We're gonna dominate this mother. Just year yep. in, year out, we're going to conversation. But it's each coach has yeah. thought they're gonna dominate. Oh, they're gonna dominate Purdue, right? Like so it's it but the scale slid, right? When Pelini came in, it was like, Oh, we're gonna dominate the Big Ten. Oh, we're gonna dominate our division. Then it was Scott Frost. Oh, Purdue's winnable. Oh, none of these things happen. None of them happened. So right. yes, you're starting to win games you're supposed to win. You started Let's not forget, you got freaking walloped by a really, really mediocre Colorado team. And you lost to a legitimately bad Minnesota team. To be fair, yes, though, please, let's be to fair. be fair, they are improving. Oh, absolutely. Like they are actually showing, sure. they are, through the year, they are showing Might we signs say that of improvement, the two, the especially on the defense. Programs kind of look like this, and they... Well... I, yeah, we'll get goodness, to we'll goodness. get to Purdue. Are, do we have we'll to? get to Purdue because I don't because I don't think I agree with. That. I know you don't agree with it, but I can tell you that I felt as dark as I have about this program in a long time because of the fact that you're coming off a of bye week. All we hear is coaches saying how healthy everybody is. You're playing a program that is not great, and you get absolutely dominated. Th that to me, like what Jay's saying, is they're not that good. I agree they're not that good. And Purdue looked yeah. horrendous. Purdue Purdue looked on offense as bad as they have since S shit. What year? What, what year? I mean, we we gotta go back to I mean 16, 15, 15 yeah. right? I mean like the right. year before Brom, right? So this is where I'll agree. And, but and this is where I'll go back to something that I said on the last dance of hour two weeks ago, which was Purdue fans don't really have like Sky high expectations for the football program as a whole. Be 500 and be entertaining. But Purdue has, at least over the last 30 years, standards for offensive football. And that is where I think that that is where most of the frustration is being felt. And I totally agree on the offensive side of things. And we'll talk about, you know, we've talked about scheme uh, like all year. Right. We've talked about the lack of, you know, creativity, particularly within the red zone or within, you know, 25 yards when it's time to score. Right. When it's time to convert, when it's time to get it was points. worse than that. And this it's week. not helped. And you were right before. No. Yeah. So I'll say yeah, so. Yeah. Hold on. So and it's not helped by the fact that um, the kicker isn't able to 
make field goals, right? Like you're seeing zero points rather than three on the board. Um, but this week we had that we had the we had the the first string kicker back, and he comes back in and it gets blocked, which was a point to me back saying, "Why the hell don't we have a special teams coordinator?" So I started on this slippery thing where I was like, "Oh boy, I don't feel good about anything that's happening." Well, right so so this so and in past weeks, I think we've had plenty of reason to look at Graham Harrell and say, "Where is this scheming? You know your talent. There's no scheming. You, you know it's there, and it's not here." This week, I don't think that. This week, when you have a quarterback that looked completely spooked yep. from the minute the game started until not until the fourth quarter did uh, a good get quarterback settled in. Yeah, you're right. settled. And it wasn't really the offensive line's fault. The offensive line was patchwork, but it wasn't the worst that it looked all year. It was like a it was like an average performance for the mm-hmm. line. Gus Hartwig was back, and he is. I mean, he is the heart. He's, I think, been the best offensive player so far this year, which is kind of Whoa. stunning to say, right? And we think about this. I th- you might be right. And I, I, you know, I thought that it wasn't an abysmal offensive line performance. It wasn't a great Nebraska defensive line. That's not to me where that defense. I think their linebackers were really impressive that game. Think about what their defensive backs did to Purdue too. They, I, they eliminated receivers. So like here's the thing. Great, or I mean, um, uh, Hudson Card didn't look comfortable at all from the jump until the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. The receivers had balls hit their hands a dozen times, not in the best of spots, but they hit their hands. Twelve dropped passes, or something like that. Whatever, uh, eleven dropped passes from people like Burks, right? Good receivers, right? And so it's like you know, it it um, uh, uh, we got the fumble ruski happening again. We've got Maccabi. Not, like unable to hold on to the football. It's not great, right? And so at this point, it become it's like at some point, you can have the best ski, you can have Brom back, at, uh, Jeff, not Brian, um, as the offensive coordinator. And I don't know what he could, what Brom could have done, what Jeff Brom could have done. The ex Purdue coach that cut his teeth at Purdue and worked out all the kinks and then is at Louisville now and where nothing other than rain can stop him. Yeah, that, that's the guy. Well, but w- what I'm saying is with with 12 <clears throat> drops, with a quarterback that looked entirely spooked, with a running starting running back that where, you know, Maccabee was starting again, like that fumbled again. It's like, I don't know what the best offensive scheme could have done to score points in that situation. Right. And the pity of it is where I flip this. Right. I think that was among the outside of Illinois. I think that was among the more like, and there was one Dylan Thieneman pass that made the score. Yeah, he had one bad, bad play, right? right? He, he bit in. the wrong way. It was, a real, it was the run. first time yeah. he really looked like a freshman. Yeah. That was the long pass, the long touchdown pass, right? Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think that was one of the more impressive defensive performances. That oh, we've they were seen. great on defense. Yeah, because think about how many times the defense got uh, short field handed to him, right? Where you're like, okay. And they were still they were still doing their job. It's funny you look, thirty one points. I've had, I've heard a lot of people say defense didn't play that great. They allowed thirty one points. I'm like, you didn't watch the game then, because that's really not the case at all. The defense was doing everything they could to hold the thing back. And in the second half, in fact, they were they were pretty damn good. And brothers it, is out. Brothers is out for the year. And right. so it's like you you're also losing players on that end. And Which one? Um, the the OC the 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 one OC brother, not the other one. Oh, I, okay, that's no, it. not. But it's not it both. We may one. get the other one back. Yep. One of them is out. I hope so. It'd be um, helpful. So, the, but that is 
it's funny. We always bring offensive coaches into Purdue, and mm-hmm. that's where you look to see the instant transformation or at least the trend up through the year. This is a defensive coach's football team. So let me so let me hear. This this gets me to my jumping off point. Yeah. This is where Jay and I talked, and I'm not going to get all the way into my deep, deep, dark place. I'm not going to go all the way there, Jay, I hope. But do you see a scenario in which, okay, so next year Jenkins is gone, right? Goodness he's, gracious. He's been, so, he's been so impressive. Oh, he's, I mean, like, he's, Jenkins scouting. Are you wasting that? Gosh. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, it's cool. Like, it, no, I hate, no, I hate the fact that no. that great having that guy and not such a good season. season. I mean, he's leading the nation. It's just in, a bummer. Like, three different categories. He's so legit good. He's so good. And he gets, like, no mention. Thieneman's gotten mentioned a bunch, but I feel like right. he, I feel like he's not getting because they're losing. Are. Right, right. You know? And you're jumping but off points. The whole thing, let's, let's pretend for a second this defense takes the step that I thought they were going to take next year. Because that's the whole thing. I've said I think the defense could make that jump yep. in the second year. In my opinion – the way the offense sits right now and the the weapons that we know are returning plus a very, very good defense, I don't think it's enough to propel you into six, seven wins in right. modern football. That's my problem is we're still in an era where, boy, teams can score. We saw, we saw Iowa. Was it? No, Penn State. Pardon me. Penn State has been bulletproof, right? They have two plays. Two plays let IU – Completely Speaking. control the game, right? A 69-yard pass and a 90-yard pass. And that's just, they blitzed at the wrong time. IU called the right audible, right? That real, I mean, that's what it looked like yeah. to me. Maybe yeah, I'm, yeah. Because it looked like, especially on the 69-yard pass, that they were right. blitzing on from that side. IU's quarterback, who's not great, found him. That's all you need. That's really all you need. It doesn't take, you know, tremendous. you think Hudson Card could do that. you think Graham Harrell and Hudson Card. So now, I have... They blitzed Been, a lot, though. Penn State blitzed a lot. I think they thought, we can do this against IU. Well, and they're generally right. Yeah. Man, they won by almost one. That's, the, that's the thing. It's so crazy. You watch that Penn State game? I was going to say, you stay, You you are upset that we're wasting a year of, of, um, of, of not Scourton, but Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Like, that Penn State defense is awesome. Yeah. And that Penn State offense is absolutely just giving it away. Right. I mean, this is that is a title winning defense and that offense is just and they've got a by the way. And Penn State is a five star quarterback. This is this is where Purdue has a four star quarterback. I know. I mean, what you're describing is is a is a bigger version of what Purdue's right now. Purdue's defense is more than good enough to be a bowl team. Would you agree? Yes. Defense is more than good enough to be. a. Think about if Jeff Brom had this defense. (laughs) I know that doesn't it doesn't. Well, remember the what was it the first year that that um yeah who, who was the insane defensive not Holt. insane Holt, Holt. Yeah. remember how he whipped that the that the defense into shape quickly and we yeah. were like wow like the defense was actually playing better than we expected then yeah. the offense was we knew we'd get something good with Brown but it wasn't he didn't have all the parts yet mm-hmm. and and the defense really made it I remember us saying man well, this defense really probably is why this team made a bowl because because it was better than expected right but they were never I don't think this good and and man. This is a good enough defense, for, and and they have the parts on offense enough. So here's what I was going to say. I've come around a little more on your – you were sort of out on Harold a while ago, and yeah. I was saying I kind of believe in like, okay, let's give people, I don't know, say half a season I think is what I said to you, but or a season. But I think he's 
I've come around. I, to I, I gave here. a half a you can't, before. I, I didn't want to make any judgment. No, but you can't. I really you cannot. Some of these offensive, the Iowa game, this game, you you can't. You can't, can't be ignore. putting up one touchdown basically no. for the because that's what the team did. They got one defensive score. You right. can't do that. And like that's not a that's not an air raid offense. An air raid offense on a bad team scores points. Right. Right? Like otherwise you shouldn't be running it. Because so if you don't I, have the personnel for it, then don't run it. Like I, I agree that the last couple of games there were there have been I think the Iowa game is the game I'd point to. That is the game where it's like you should have been able that but again, that's a great defense. That's a legitimately great Nebraska's defense. Nebraska's defense isn't great. It's I good. don't I don't think they've got, they've the got best, athletes and they're not that good. I don't think the best scheme in the world could have gotten over the execute and I we don't blame dudes on this. And I'm not no. going into any individual here, but I don't think the best offensive coach in the world could have schemed that execution to anything to much more than what Purdue put up. Maybe one was it, more was it Purdue plus three in turnovers? Yeah. No, plus I think they were only like plus one. Okay, I think it was Still, forty-three. They were plus. They were, they were plus. plus. Oh, oh! I was going to start this off by saying to you guys, if they I gave you the ball five times, guys, guys, you had four fumbles forced and recovered, mm-hmm. a defensive score, mm-hmm. and you held the other team under three hundred yards of total offense. Think about you those stats. You weren't in position at all to think the game was ever. And, you, and end, it never it felt was, like it felt like you got blown 14, out. Yeah, when it yep. was 14 24, and then you know, there was half a thing, but then you've dug the hole too far, right? I mean, you, but again, you've dug it too far. This Nebraska, this team, Anish, has that was when that happened, there was like six and a half minutes left. And I thought, you know, every Nebraska fan, and even some of these players are going, oh shit, this has happened before. Yeah, right. like they could blow that game. They were yeah. absolutely trying to. Sorry, you were going to make a point. But but it's at that point you've dug the hole too far. But at this point in the first quarter, when you get a when you force a turnover, you start the drive on the punt, the fumbled punt. You dr- you start the drive in the red zone and you come away with zero points because there's no because there was a drop pass and there was a miss. So, so there were two two. Or no, you end up minus seven, right? That was where right. you ended up minus seven, right? Oh, <laughs> see, it's happy balloons time. This the angry yeah, balloon two that's times. Crazy. Yeah, two. Yeah, <clears throat> but Man. no. To me, it's like I I think that. That performance was on execution, and okay. Then the follow up is who? So you're saying time out, time out, time because I see there are people in the the margins that agree with you. If Purdue would have just executed Harold's sweet sweet game plan, catch a ball. I'm not. I'm literally not even sure. saying like I'm not saying it, the scheme. I'm not saying the scheme is anything like this. But I am saying there's nothing that scheme could have done with that execution. Last, like on Saturday, where you had that many drops. When, when in the when in that game did it? We see Harold say, "Okay, we're gonna have to go." If this isn't going. I'm the way not saying thought. that. I again am not defending. Break Harrell. out of your mold, dude. Not you, Harold. Just say, "Okay, it's not working." What what is happening today isn't according to what I thought based on film. I don't feel he has the ability to do that. That's the thing I'm bothered by more than anything. I'm you not sure. got to be an innovator in this game. I watched Kansas. I watched Kansas. They're doing more before the snap than Purdue does on their trickiest play. But because Leipold they're trying to create guys, matchups, right? right? Leipold's one of those guys. You're you're talking about the the top of the top, right? And again, I am not. This is not a defense of Harold. This is 
that last week, I'm not sure what could have been done with that offensive execution. I'm not sure what could have been done. And again, if those, if there were, instead of 12 dropped passes, if there were three, I could say, and, and it still but kind of turned to out me, to this. I, I feel like you're ignoring the fact that Purdue was given so many gifts. That to me has to be brought into the equation that you were given possessions, right? They were they were they were given those, and then they would go zero yards. Sure, you're right because they weren't catching the ball. Right? Again, yeah, again, it's execution. I like if you are if you're doing creative pre-snap stuff, and the receivers are dropping balls. If you're doing, creative they aren't stuff, doing they anything weren't. creative pre-snap. But you're not. No, no, no. I'm not saying they weren't doing creative. I'm not saying They're they not. were doing creative things. There's nothing just, creative right now. But I'm saying last week, the Nebraska game in particular, that is not one where I the Iowa game and the uh, kind of uh, uh, there was one in particular. Uh, Ohio State is what it is, right? I mean, right. you know, same thing. Michigan, it's going to be what it is. Um, yeah. But there was one uh, earlier, maybe Syracuse or something like that, where it's like you you could have you could have schemed that to a win. Right, Fresno, you could have schemed that to a win, at with the performances that we got. Right, I think when you're calling for a coach to in his first year at the school to be gone, it's you need multiple performances like that. And I agree that it's there. I'm not calling for me gone. I'm no, calling for do something, for early do like something, money. But, like I am, I am pissed about this, and you can hear it. Like, earn your money. I hear all this stuff about. This guy is in the greatest coaching tree ever, and we're going to see this awesome air raid, and they're going to put the ball up and force teams into weird situations. I have not seen that once. And if you look at the trend line, I know you like numbers more than I do. The trend lines are awful. Everything's awful. It's all going downhill. And this that's why I asked in the, in the post game, which one is it? Is it the fact that we have attrition at the offensive line? Is it the fact that you have – I said card, but let's say card plus the receivers making mistakes – or is it just that Harrell doesn't have anything? It's in the all bag of the of above. It's all of the above. And that's my worry for next year. That's when I start going to the dark place next year. The schedule next year is every bit as bad as this year. Every I mean, bit. This is bad. the new Big Ten, and and this is what I was saying. No, 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 no. There's a, there's a little something special sprinkled in here. The fact that Purdue had Babinski loading up the schedule the last few years, right? And this is that's the funny thing. My, oh boy, I'm not going to get there. Okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go all the way where I was going. But Babinski, I encourage it. Uh, I'm not going to do it yet. <clears throat> Babinski has screwed the football program with the build of this schedule. We didn't know when they scheduled the the precon the way they did, right? But this next year, you've got another murderous precon. <laughs> Don't you have I mean, Oregon like, State like, and and Notre Dame? Mm-hmm. Isn't that? <laughs> I mean, we hey, serenity <laughs> now. People, people want it. We can buy out of the Notre Dame game just like IU bought out of Do you uh, realize Louisville. Basically, Purdue's going to play uh, 11 Big Ten games? Buy out of the Oregon State game, not the Notre Dame game if you're going to buy out one for Purdue fans. The, that that Notre Dame game is something that a lot of Purdue fans have wanted to see for a long time. When not it was scheduled, year. Oregon State wasn't that great of a team. No, no, but I'm saying if you're going to buy out of a quality game, Actually, don't, buy out, don't was... buy out of Notre Dame. Don't buy out of Notre Dame. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is like <clears> – <throat> Next year was a confluence of like, hey, it just so happened that the Big Ten expanded to these four teams, like all of a sudden, and the Big Ten West is gone, and everything happened a year or two sooner than we'd expect. And those two non-conference teams 
are basically the equivalent of two more Big Ten teams. And they're at their peak, saying. right? Like, I mean, Notre Dame you know, Notre Dame is always tough, but Oregon State is at its kind of modern peak of performance, oh yeah, right? Yeah. Um, Hopefully so it's hired We go there, don't we? Don't we go there? Yes. Because mm-hmm. they came to Purdue they a couple can. years ago. That was like Purdue got them right up before their upswing. Like yep. on their upswing, they, so they, they probably can't even buy out of that game. I mean, or I don't know. No, I don't understand that. that. And you would never do that. No. You would never. And Purdue doesn't do that. That's the other you, thing. They I just don't, yeah. I wouldn't not want the way to. Purdue's athletic department works. But for future reference, Mike, don't do this again <laughs> because I mean, do everything you can. Let's get the ball that, states and Toledo's back on the holy schedule. Holy moly! Man. What's a what's so bad about that? What's so bad about having a game or two where I used to start three and out every year? They know what to do. At least you have a fun night for the fans. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> I like all we're looking for now is a fun night. Give you me know, a, give it's me a, a get yourself some, some AJs after, and I'm like, we get some AJs. Yeah. Get to the game. Wear your Martin, your your uh, home field. Oh. Or you can wear you can you can wear also all of our sponsors. It's right, exactly. All of our historic sponsors. sponsors. You can bo- you can go back to when major car dealerships used to sponsor the the uh, Bowen Sports Handsome Hour. <laughs> Rorman exactly. was a big sponsor exactly. there. Big the sponsor, first couple big of years. Donor. That's how we've got this endowment. Uh, yeah. Man. So all right. Let's 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 you know what I still don't understand before I look ahead is how the hell did Purdue... cellular phones? They're very <laughs> difficult. ATMs. It how turns your work? voice into ones and zeros. It shoots at <laughs> the satellite, turns it back to the phone, and then it turns it back to your voice. All, all, all either. instantaneously. That's the thing. It doesn't take any time to get there and Mercy. get back. Wow, it's amazing how fast it goes. <laughs> I hate right. both of you so much. No, I was going to say I don't understand how they beat the shit out of Illinois so badly. I don't understand. Right. Yeah, right. Well, because it's the because same team. Well, the reason that Illinois was good might have been because of half of the coaches that we have on our staff. And so mm-hmm. it is, and it's not like the, the coach over there is going to, you know, change anything and out scheme the, the guy that we have. Right. Yeah, but didn't I they mean, just turn around and beat somebody legitimate? Yeah, because you can beat somebody legitimate and that's fine. Yeah, they beat but... Maryland on the road. What and they barely lost to Wisconsin. Speaking, we want to run quickly around the Big Ten, boy. Maryland, there is nobody in the league that you're just like, how do you have that much what talent happened? and do what you do? I mean, speaking of speaking Gosh. of teams take a full nosedive in the second half of the season. Man, this Maryland's is what they do, right? This fun. is this is a Maryland trait. Yeah. Gosh. Maryland's like a slightly better IU. They start hot, and then you're like, oh, maybe. And then, yeah, how no, they've been. How many more years of, uh, of eligibility does Tunga Biola have left left? I, I think three or four more years. I think. So. <laughs> um, By the way, you, they just lost. I see. I forgot this till you just brought that up. They lost to Northwestern. Yeah, Northwestern looks inspired, guys. Northwestern's four, four. Oh, hey, are you Northwestern's telling me? Are you telling me that Pat Fitzgerald might have been the thing holding them back? My God. Well, I'm not saying that. What? Listen. Listen, what? I'm not going to ever say that. They I, went I, one in, I'm not going to revise history. I liked Fitzgerald before I knew all the bad stuff was happening. I thought he was a I great I think a lot coach. of people did. I think he was a, a great preparer of a program. I, they, you, it's funny. You look at that team because I watched that game. And I was like, man, compare the, the thoroughbreds over on the Maryland sideline to the Northwestern players. Oh, my gosh, dude. He's get, he was squeezing everything out of that program. And I think I, the, the coach now, man, he's doing it again. Well, so last I year they won one game, so let's not act like right. Fitzgerald is Fitzgerald, and the transition to this year is the my perfect response every time anybody says, "Well, Iowa can't win without Kirk Ferentz. How can yeah, they put together a winning program? They can just get a. Good, there are a whole bunch of good coaches out there that 
can inspire their way. But that, Manish, that's it. what happens when you have two coaches in 60 years. You begin to believe, oh, nobody could do it except because you've never seen anybody else right, do it. Right. So you don't believe it's possible. But of yeah. course it's possible. It's still a Division One Big Ten job and a team that, for all their craptasticness, probably could make the playoff in the expanded universe. I mean, uh, you're a Big Ten team. Like, you could still. That's what you I'm know, saying. You, yeah. you Big Ten team that Big niche Ten, you can, has climbed right? to the top five multiple times in the last seven, eight years, right? Like, yeah. so. Right, like, like you, you're set up for that. It's not like it's not possible there. They're what they're what Nebraska wishes they were. <laughs> In your face, Nebraska. Well, they won the Big Ten. There are people the... that have been clamoring for you to go off on Nebraska for weeks because it hasn't He's really. Got two... The bye week, the bye week, uh, you know, uh, clogged up some of the jokes. I said last them. time we talked that there wasn't enough to, like. Like Rule has done a, a, a serviceable job. He's yeah. getting them back on track for for the cesspool dumpster fire they had become. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty good, especially what do they start? 0 and 2. So they're 5 and 1 since yeah. then. Really? This is yeah. really remarkable. I, yeah. I don't take that you know away. The issue with Rule. That's the thing. You, you no, can, you can talk. You can, yeah. And you can he's the kind of guy that you get. He's the kind of guy that gets hired, and you're like, eh, "We're gonna have to find a way to hate this guy." Frost, it was easy, right? Right. But more, more than any of that, it was rarely ever the coach that I disliked. There, it was the sense of entitlement, the delusional fans. Greg McManus was telling stories, and you saw it in the sidebar if you were if you're looking there about they were starting F Purdue chants, and they were gathering at the exits and insulting Purdue fans. I don't want to hear. And, and Anish and I dealt with Nebraska fans at Purdue last year. Yeah. They're awful. They're awful. And, and and it's never fair to judge an entire fan base by like, you know, one bad experience. I would totally agree. However, however, I think all of us have experienced Penn State fans and said, huh, not bad. Never mm-hmm. had a bad experience with them. Right. Never obnoxious. Right. Wisconsin fans, no one said a word when we were in that game, right? Th- that now, now, are there bad ones? Of course. Yes. But but like but when every one of your experiences of people who go to a lot of games are these guys are douchebags, it's true. It's sometimes the you know Occam's razor. The most obvious obvious answer is probably is the right answer. one. Yeah. They're yeah. lousy fans. They're delusional. They they have not won anything in so long. They have fallen far behind pl- programs like Purdue. I'm sorry. I know people don't believe me when I say that. Purdue has won more games than them over m- the better part of a decade. Like when does it start to count? When does ISO. it matter? We got the ISO running. Yeah, yeah. We, we got the yeah. ISO running. Well, we, we, but, it's, but, I love it. Okay, so they're five and three. Now look at the rest of their schedule. How many wins are they going to have? So in one Purdue down year, and that's all you can call it. Now I know you're worried about next year. I am. Oh, and and you have right to be, but we're not there yet. Right. We don't know what's going to happen next right. year. And we don't know what's going to happen for Nebraska. We don't know what's going to happen next week. That's the thing. I, I, we really we don't. know what's going to happen next week. No, we don't know no, what's gonna happen no. Week. Spoiler makers, bro. I, I, hate would... I hate it. I hate the spoiler maker moniker. I love that you hate it so much. I hate it's it. so fair to hate. It's Gosh. so fair to hate. Hey, we I suck, but every now and again we beat an okay team. <laughs> That's what you want to be. Well, I will also battle days. Since Greg right now, I've I've lured Greg McManus and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm one of them. He loves me. I'm gonna turn the tables on Greg right now because on Twitter. Oh, I'm gonna, okay, we'll read Greg's. Greg said, I have enough negative experiences. I keep getting told we're not all like that, where you put two and two together. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. So you have one bad experience after another, and people are like, no, 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 but not everybody. Just just those 500 people you've talked to. Like, that's a trend line, dude. 
So, no, but I want to throw it back at Greg because on Twitter today, he actually said he wouldn't be surprised at all if Purdue went out and beat Michigan. I said, you wouldn't be surprised at all, Greg. You wouldn't be surprised at all. I would be surprised. No, his point was that's a Purdue kind of thing to do. I know what he's getting at. (laughs) I know what he's getting at. He's saying it would be just like Purdue to at this point. Now, the difference, though, I will say, if you're thinking back to, say, like the one in five Danny Hope team that terrorized Terrell Pryor and beat Ohio State, remember that team was not as bad as a one in five record. Remember that? That was the season that started with the loss up at Oregon and a loss to right, Notre Dame right. in the well, last that, minute. Was that an overtime loss or was that? Yes. Like, and yeah. I think it was overtime. And then, and then they wound up five and seven. And I remember Newbert saying, I love this line. He said, that was a bowl team that just didn't get to go to a bowl. He was like, they were really a lot better than, mm-hmm. than things fell for them. And my point of that is whenever a team that's, you know, like the five years ago, the Tyler Trent night, I know everyone's like, Oh, it was, it was, you know, it was an amazing night. Yeah. But Purdue wasn't that bad of a team. Purdue was like four and four. They weren't right. bad. Purdue was a good team. Purdue's a good team. Right. Purdue's bad right now. So right. when you talk about how it would be the most Purdue thing ever, mm, you could see some of those wins on their way, right? Maybe you didn't predict them, but when they beat Michigan State a couple of years ago, that was a soft Michigan State that was number right. two. Remember? Well, when they yeah. beat Iowa. And they proved it. They proved it. They weren't what they right. Beat Iowa was also soft. Iowa was soft at three or whatever two. they were. And Purdue has fun with Iowa, right? This is not that. This is not that. Michigan is legitimately what? We at can, worst, number two in the country? All, three? All the sign stealings. At worst, they're three. At, at worst, worst, they're the third best team in the country. So and I say man. that regardless of really if they were to lose to Ohio State. Like, they are so scary. Yeah. Right. And and you made a point in your quick cast, which the I hadn't even thought about. You said a team that's been now facing this and was off – so they didn't get a chance right. to take this they're out on anything. They've just been brewing up. Right? And now they're prime time. Curdling up the anger. And it's prime time. Oh, it's prime time. Gosh, like Boiler Dad also said in his quick cast, hey, everybody was complaining about Peacock. Congrats. You get a water on Peacock. A couple yep. of, uh, now you're weekend. on NBC. National game, my friend. What's friends. the spread right now? 33? Is that right? 30 and a half, I started think. started in the 20s and now okay. it's, yeah. Not good. Not what you want. Not the spread is higher than the over/under in the Iowa Northwest. I was going there. That's very good. Very That's good. Incredible. Nice job, Jay. I would like us to have a moment of silence for Brian Ferentz, whose watch has oh, ended. Oh man, I, I love fun moments, guys. So, good question. Again, a moment ago, do you yes. think the way this is handled? Clearly, Ferentz must have had a conversation with the AD and the administration. I'm not going to fire my son, and they said, "Well, then we'll do it." You he think, doesn't report to him, but they stepped in, right? They no, no, no. He in. doesn't report. He Brian doesn't report. does not report to him, so I don't think theoretically he can fire him. Weirdly, is that yeah. sound. What? correct? Correct. They didn't nepotism. he hire him? No, no, no Ryan. Nepotism rules mean yeah. he has to report to the athletic director. Oh, and this not is his the best father. part. Oh, okay. This has always been the case. So, it's, was so it still doesn't change anything for me. The bad taste in the. Oh, mouth. I'm sure they. Yeah. So, so what's going to happen is is like we said, it's going to be a ten. 10-win season for Iowa. Sure. We talked about that. It's going to be a 10-win season for Iowa. Everyone's already said, your son's an idiot. you got to run him out. And he's like, okay, I can't do that. Okay. But he's not happy. He does not want to run his son out. No. Is this it then? Do you think he retires after this season? I think there's a good chance of that, yes. I do too. I do too. And then Burt goes to Iowa. I don't know why you think that. I mean, oh. I'd love it, but I don't. I don't know why you think he's that. got he's an Iowa tattoo, tattoo, man. Right? Does Do you he? know that? What? Yes, yes, he's got an Iowa tattoo. He's got a Hawkeye on his arm, right? Arm, Come on. or leg, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's got it's, one of them. No. They're all the that same. Must be width. a big freaking Hawkeye. Yeah. Oh, it's getting bigger. Getting it's like a really sad droopy Hawkeye. <laughs> exactly. It used to be a neck tattoo, and now it's on his chest. It's neck <laughs> down. Well, the thing about this though that's so amazing to me is that Iowa, like, and 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 I, did you see? Did you read between the lines in the statement? So Barta puts this ridiculous thing together publicly, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, which we all knew was stupid. Now we loved it because screw Iowa, but it's so like it's so like just humiliating to do that to him, right? Like it's unnecessary. It draws weird. And so the 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 female the woman who's the interim AD yeah. says she mentioned the you know undue attention this is put on our like right. she I love the shot at Barta because it's like what were you doing, you dumbass? If you want to get rid of him, get rid of him. If you want to put a, a clause in. Yeah. I guess you can't put it in because it's a public thing at a public university, right? You can't not tell people about yeah. that. But you could put it in verbally, couldn't you? Couldn't you say, look, dude, I'm going to leave. I'm going to cut you loose if this doesn't happen. Or, and hear me out here. I know this I is, I, this right. is a little, this is. This is going to be crazy you know, talk. Is what it's a saying. little crazy. Yeah. What mm -hmm. if leaders mm -hmm. took accountability? No. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. It's anyway. just, I mean, what if they were to say, hey, you're not doing good. I am making this decision now. Or if they said, more, hey, or don't you agree said, a little tough? Hey, I screwed up. Keep and they, they admitted something was bad. Or if no, they no, no, just no, said, hey, I'm okay with this decision. He stays. What if there was some sort of accountability instead of trying to thread this needle, make everybody happy, and seed all leadership? But I was told that all CEOs and all leaders and all, all of these leaders of men have earned their millions of dollars. Right. And at the end, they are the ones that have to make these difficult decisions where the one who got one who ended up having to actually and I will give Iowa this much credit, the one who actually did make the decision was a female athletic director in the Big Ten, the only I think female athletic director in the Big Ten who is an interim right now. Yeah. Meanwhile, Gary Barter was here screwing up Iowa, or at least maybe not, you know, in terms of records, but screwing up Iowa's culture for 25 years. And he was not responsible for any of this. Let it's me give the you, same. Oh, man. Brian oh. Ferentz has been on the football staff there since he was 29 years old. Right. He's a he good was, offensive line coach. He was implicated in the whole racism thing, right. and it just right. went away. It was just, nope. We're not. We're not even going to address it. Out of town on the weight on the weightlift. Uh, the the strength. Yeah, strength coach. Coach. but he up. was the other guy. It was yeah. Brian and that guy. Right. And somehow, we just forget about it because he's so good at his job. Like, so this is this 29, is twenty nine. He got a job there. The thing about the Michigan thing that bothers me is not the sign stealing. I don't care. Whatever. I mean, it's bad. You really don't care. You I don't. Read, you I don't, read more than me. It's, meaning, it's like, bad. it's a bizarre it's story, bad. and it's they should be story. punished for it. I. This They're is the kind of. The, but this is the kind of stuff that I don't really care about. Uh, meaning, no. like, if they get punished, they probably should. If they don't get punished, whatever. The, the Big Ten has done there enough damage. Stories. The Big Ten has done enough human damage sure. that this is the oh, stuff see, that I don't. This is what it's done is it's desensitized you. There were there were two guys on yeah. the halftime of the Purdue game. I don't even know who these clowns were. It was Fox. What was that? FS1. It was two knuckleheads, and they were talking about um, about this sign stealing. 
And they were really coming at it from a, you know, I can't believe everyone's making such a big deal about that. No, that's not what I said. No, that's not what I said. It's I a big deal, I'm not and it's cheating, I, and it's not. It's like when you're playing, when you're when you're playing on an uneven playing field, that's that the, is a problem. That's the issue. Right? I wasn't saying you did that. I'm crediting those people. With doing My it. thing here is, I don't really punish them or not it's not going to really like my life isn't going to exactly it's it's just like vacating wins from kansas's season six years ago because that's what's going to happen that's my you know what i mean michigan will be found guilty in this investigation after they've either won the national title or or which is why none of it it's just the champs the entire national champs actually by correct the entire the entire process of it becomes like uh so meaningless to me because it's like the ncaa can't they can't do like, it. They won't. I mean, they're not going to do. They haven't do done anything. this in the past. They're not going to do it in the future. So right. I choose not to care about this. What I do care about is the sentence Jim Harbaugh didn't know. Yeah. And it's like, so what is the money for? Like, so Fitzgerald didn't know either, man. What are the? What's the titles for? What's know. the? What's the power for? What's the reputation as leader goes, of men? You know everywhere. how you know how Pat Fitzgerald made a lot of his money selling leadership books. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like going doing these like leadership clinics. Yeah. Oh, that's how you let your eight the eighteen year olds that parents trust to be around you over there. But yeah, sure, get paid millions to go for the speaker circuit. The thing that bothers me isn't the cheating because football is meaningless. The thing that bothers me is that people credibly actually saying that Jim Harbaugh didn't know. So how can you hold him responsible? And it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah, that's that. That see that kind of that whole argument fills fell apart so quickly though when he said i don't even you know there's no connection he said something it kind doesn't of throw matter. it away and then you're like there are a thousand pictures of him standing next to you and you guys leaning in like you're about to kiss so something's awry here Jim. if he didn't know about it and it the it is the facts of the matter that are the way that they are it falls on the leader of the program right though right. those are the breaks you yeah. want to be the leader this is what you get make eight million dollars you, yeah. you hire your son who is the kind of ringleader or the number two for a racism scandal in your in your uh locker room you take the fall for it it you don't send the strength coach away and have your son protected you take the fall but kirk didn't know you know what i mean it's like it's just i mean you know we can we can go back we can we can we can say all we can name the big 10 teams now but these are the two present examples and it's just like what are we doing but it's not even just it's it that's been used at all levels of every organization up to the presidency of the united states that oh they didn't know plausible deniability you could go even deeper though and show how we protect these leaders of men I had a Penn Stater this weekend still make the argument to me that Joe Paterno did he did what he was supposed to do. He told his boss, you were told a guy was raping children and you told your boss. And then that was it. That was that was the extent of your obligation. Nothing else. Because you did that. You now had no other responsibilities. Your, your obligation. There's an acknowledgement that he knew your and still had done enough. Your obligation for any of this does not extend to your duty your your what is written on the page whether you knew or not it extends to the power that you hold right if you are the you can stop it immediately so let's let's take the sandusky thing and paterno thing it put it in a different box 
for Kirk Ferentz, is it not plausible that at certain points, it's in certain ways, he is the most powerful person in that state when it comes to things in his, things under his control, that nobody holds veto power if he wants something for his athletic or for his football program. He's the most powerful person in that state. So if he has this uh, racism and this sexual abuse scandal that happens in here, this racial abuse, violence, and sexual harassment scandal that happens in his scandals, that happen in his locker room, how can you also claim plausible deniability there? It doesn't matter if you have it. Your, your, your uh, duty your extends. Yeah. Your duty extends not to your station and not to whatever they say, oh, he's only the head coach of a football program. It extends to the peak of your power. And the peak of his power is quite high. The peak of Jim Harbaugh, even though this doesn't really, really matter, right? It's no, it's nowhere close in that conversation. But, but it matters peak, if you care about competitive balance, Anish. I so again, I'm field. not saying I'm not saying that it it's it's you know it's immaterial. yeah. You're not ruining lives. I understand. I'm not saying difference. it's immaterial, but don't come to me with that. And even in this, that's what I'm saying. Don't come to me with that. Even in this case, which I don't necessarily consider the end of the world. But because then it allows you to come to me with he didn't know when it is for like for something more serious, important. Yeah, right? yeah, of course. That's I the only it. reason why it like this is just infuriating to me. It bothers and, me when you're how about the Houston Astros when you're already good and you blatantly cheat and tip the playing field. The reason people right. like competitive sports, whether it's pro or college, is because the outcome is not known because it's not pro wrestling because people aren't cheating. There's at least some semblance. Yeah. Yeah. Can you try to steal signs on the go? Of course. If you pick something up, whether they do this, a guy's hand is in the dirt. There was a video that was going around that I highly encourage you guys to find, right? If you never saw this, mm-hmm. there was a thing where Manning, one of Peyton's places was with Dion and seeing Dion Sanders talk about the stuff he would notice I mean, that other players did. Yeah. 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 It's like savant level. And you know, yeah. any of those guys who are good at those, their jobs at that level were savants. Ed Reed, about what... The Ed Reed story, right? Where it's yes. like he was watching tape. He knew that if he was, so he faked Peyton. He, he did a thing that he did a thing. He did a, a shoulder Europa move doped him. where Peyton thought Peyton, he knew he, Peyton scouted him. So he did the thing and then reversed it. It's like, that's these are chess. Genius. That's yeah. chess. Yeah, but I mean, incredible. but I mean, I, I'm I'm saying like if you pick that stuff up, that's the gamesmanship that's allowed. When you when you when you cheat, like in a way that's like expressly forbidden for years and years. How about and years. you cheat in a way that there is money being moved around within your budget into the six figures to make the scheme work? Right. That that to me that so I've had I've talked to this a, a number of people about this. Say, what's the big problem? St- sign stealing exists. I'm like. The big problem is if you think this is not a big deal, you give the guy a title, right? Maybe it sounds politically correct and it's savvy. It's some sort of technology, you know, counter, you know, something coach, right? And you you would cut, you bring it to the light. This is what we've got. This is what we do. We know it's fine. We know other people are doing it. We're just going to do it. And we've got a budget line that says, okay, he's going to, he's going to need some, you know, he, he, to do his job. He's going to need extra money, Right. But that's not what was happening. It was, we're going to secretly give money for tickets. We're going to have him hire people randomly throughout the country to help with this job. That, that to me, it's so ugly. 
it is so big and it's so underhanded. And then it gets weirder with that guy and what he's when it when it is, comes but, when it comes to yeah. the on the field stuff, it's like this is not competitive anymore, right? I mean, it's it's it, to that level, it's bad. Now you can't tell me that it doesn't matter, like or that that people within an organization can't know. They know everything. Yes. And whether Agreed. they don't know the details or not, the infrastructure for everything exists. Yeah, they know. They're so don't ever freaks. give yeah. me that. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing that really bothers the thing me. Is, now, so to go back about win, 15 go minutes. Playoff, it doesn't so, matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's that's the thing. It's a, They're going to go to the – that's why I'm not really hung up on this. Because it's like the NCAA is not going to punish them. Nobody's really going to do anything about it. They're going to end up in the playoff because they're sign-stealing. But the way, the, the way the whole, the whole, this whole chapter ends is Harbaugh goes back to the NFL which he's been flirting with anyway, and he's got lots of offers. This is real simple. It's tidy up. Everybody that was so, connected to him leaves the campus. Where do you think in... the number one – where do you think the number one job um, that he will, like, offer this uh, offseason is what he'll get? What do you think? Like how much money or what? No, 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 the team. The best offer. It was a little easier last just year. The no, like just a, the I most thought. natural offer for Jim Harbaugh, if it's not the Indianapolis Colts. That's what I see. Chicago last year Bears. was easier. Right? Well, oh, yeah. Jay Money, the Chicago Bears. Yes. You're correct. Yes. Who is the GM of operations for the Chicago Bears? Uh, I know this, but I'm forgetting right now. Kevin Warren, Kevin the guy Warren. that hates him from the Big Ten. Ooh, so I'm not too sure saucy. that the NFL is going to be a uh, decent landing spot for him. Well, I don't he's, think... got, he's got lots of places that will Didn't they just bring in Eberflus for this season? Isn't he brand new? Yeah, they're there two seasons ago, and they're probably done. Yeah, with they're him. done with him. Yeah, they're done with him because they're a stable organization. <laughs> well run. <clears throat> I mean, but there's going to be there's always a lot of jobs. The Giants might be open. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I mean, there are a good amount of jobs. We'll see if it's there. But again, yeah, we know how this ends. He's probably going to end up with a nice NFL job somewhere. He's going to mm. end up with a nice. Um, you know, something or Winning he's just gonna title. end up or he's just gonna end up back in Michigan. Right. And I mean he already he got a he got a third of this season off and yeah. and it hasn't affected anything. No, no one because they're because sign steal that's the, the that's the other thing is that sign stealing or not, this team is awesome. And oh, so yeah. it's like what how insane are you that you are putting this team at risk? This team that he has that's my point. credit put together. These good teams that cheat in sports, it's like you're already good. It's Barry Bonds again. You're already a Hall of Famer, and then you decide to cheat. Like, and the stories of what Barry Bonds was before he started cheating—that's the—that's the amazing thing. There are all these people talk about how great of a hitter he was, right? He, he already had—he yes. already had tools that nobody else had. Yes, I mean, he's probably and he's like, you know what? I just need a little bit more. In his Pittsburgh days, he probably was already a Hall of Famer. You the know story, what I mean? Yes. Like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. the story about the reason he did it was because in 98, he was that player. He was that good. And he yeah. watched McGuire and Sosa get all that attention. Uh -huh. Every story is that he saw that and was like, screw it. Wait do you see what I will do right. if, if I juice up? Right. And I, I can't fault that logic because right. baseball wasn't stopping <laughs> was anything. Right. So, so his point was, I'll hit 70-plus home runs if I do that. And he did. Mm -hmm. Like, so. Yeah. I mean, but, but the, that's more on baseball than anything else. Well, it's interesting. I don't know if you guys heard the interesting wrinkle of the Michigan thing, how it gets blown up. There's a, a third party that was already investigating before the NCAA was involved. And the question is, who hired that third party? I, yeah, Holy I, moly, is this fun? I mean, like, there is so much stuff that you're that's like, why it's probably Big Ten this? office. It's probably uh, Big Ten office. Or it could be, it could be Big Ten office. It could be the deep or coffers at Ohio State. Yeah. 
I mean, holy moly, there's a lot of well, but isn't isn't that here. part of the thinking? Is it that's one of the reasons they whipped up on Ohio State? Is yes, yes, it's part of the whole thing. Because they were showing I saw some clips. Did you see those clips of the sideline during the well, Ohio State game? Well, yeah, they're, whole, they're standing looking, and when they change the play, they're like, here's they what they're all doing. know, they all know. And like, they, he's got a signal and everybody jumps in and, and helps out. But right? to to Jay's point earlier the good news like, is they don't have to do that with purdue because you and i can tell what's going to come for the next play. the the thing on that play where they kind of pointed yeah, up yeah. i'm pretty sure ohio state scored on that play and so <laughs> that, and michigan still won this is the thing it's like these teams are awesome what are you doing but michigan but had it. been pounded by ohio know, state know, every year and then all of a sudden they dominated you two years in a row and everyone was like the timeline man, matches up perfectly how did they way. turn the corner like that it's wild maybe uh maybe that's what james franklin should do anyway james franklin sucks, maybe man. maybe that he yeah. doesn't though oh, he, he does, doesn't though. Yeah, but he does, does. But he, he does. doesn't. And He's you good. and Penn State fans, I don't know why you're included in that. No, like, Penn, State Penn State, State fans don't like No, Penn oh, State fans oh, I talked like to Penn State fans, and they're like, yeah, worth the money. No, not worth the money. He's not that good. Oh, worth the good. money? No, but no. he's a Jimmy Sexton client. Jimmy Sexton clients are never right, worth the right. money. That is what it is. That's what we should all get Jimmy Sexton. We should, we should get him to represent this. We, yes, exactly. We would be doing a little bit better. Um, so what I let me go back I, 25 minutes now and say the thing that should have happened, okay? Because you said something. You started this thing. I thought you were just going to say you shouldn't hire your son if he's not capable to take a job no i would never say that you should always hire your son. always hire but your son even if he's, if he's ready for the job or not especially if he's not right because that's the whole right. thing that's the root of the problem at iowa right i mean like this is the whole thing and then the next thing is um don't cheat right these are these are all like then that gets in the responsibility do the right thing shit man i mean these are these are basics but the nepotism piece at iowa is uh when 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 did brian ferentz start as offensive coordinator at iowa um, I know the answer. 17, maybe? 17? 17. Because that, that was the Ohio State, their Ohio State win. Like right. their big Ohio State win. Right. But that's a long like time of sucking on one side. Right. That's the whole point. He's and been so, on like, staff let's 11 say, years. Let's say for a second, Jay, little money gets the job, you know, you to, to hand the, the empire, the Jay Money empire over, right? Yeah, you're like, sure. I think you can do it. And you give it to him. And after a year or two, you're like, oh, turns out you can't. Uh, give, I'm give him another eight. Around. Exactly. Another contract. Here we go. Yeah. So we're supposed to. Here, I want to talk about basketball. Yeah. Let's. Hey, I didn't don't, do that. Hey, 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 easy, easy with your thumbs down. You know, know, normally we joke about Purdue fans overreacting to things, and everyone was doing it in, on Twitter. They were like, "Oh, I'm, I'm gonna be crazy about a preseason." Everyone was like, "Har har har!" I'm gonna right. be so crazy. And then, and, then, all... and then you all did it too. Then you all really acted like insane people. Do you all realize that they've been having these scrimmages in October? <laughs> they've been doing this for years, and you never got to see what happened. Much like most people, because it was on SEC Plus, but you didn't get to see what happened. So. You had no reason to be freaking out then, and you don't now either. Purdue Remember lost. when they lost the scrimmage at home to Huggy? Like, because... Not really, because we didn't get to see it. it. But that's why he brought... That's why Painter brings... Like, makes friends with these coaches. Mick Cronin, when he was at Cincy, he brings in these insane coaches intentionally. Muss's defenses. He didn't... I, I think they did a... 
did they do one with Tennessee or no? I don't. Either way, I think they might have. That sounds familiar. But I think you're just thinking it because they play Barnes in the preseason every year. They play them in the pre-con, maybe every year in all those tournaments. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then in the tournament too. Like, why not? Let's play. Painter Painter always does this. He picks these long athletic teams because he knows that no matter what iteration of the team that he's building, that's what's going to win in the tournament. This is he's trying. He's trying something. It's fine. None of this yeah, it, is yes. really predictable. If you were to make the Sweet 16, that's the kind of team you'd probably have to play. What well, they should be doing is doing pre-con against like the MAAC teams yeah, and get right. work on that. Like do some practices against that. Beat That'd them be by good. 70. I like that idea. <laughs> A team that's say going to be 14 to 16 in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. 14. Yeah. Because he's already hit 15 and 16. No. Right. He Boiler... hasn't hit 15? No. Yeah, he has. 15 with St. Peter's. Peters. Why are you making so, me relive 14. this? Why is that so in there? It's 14 and 10. It's 14, 14 and 10. 14 they got too. North Texas was a 14, dude. <sighs> what was Yeah. What are the numbers yeah. then? I think is it's it 12 13? And, 12 it's and 11. And or 13. I don't think he has a 13. Yeah, 13 and 10. Lucky 13. No, 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 no. Arkansas Little Rock was a 13. Yeah. I if I got all these right in each, this is another thing that shouldn't you guys be. Do know, you guys do know that St. Peter's is playing Fairleigh Dickinson in a in a game because of the tournament success against Purdue, right? I, yeah, I mean, it's the painter coach. No, it's right? go look on We've the Twitter feed. Our Twitter. This, feed. That was my joke, Anish, and I am. Not I know, I know, it's a great joke. It's the painter joke. coaching tree. Look at these guys getting paid thanks to Matt Painter. I I put it on there. I said Matt Painter Kingmaker because these two <laughs> programs are on a national televised team, uh, game because they beat Purdue. My thing is though this years. that that freaking FDU coach is a, such a ding. All of the other ones like Shaka is very good. Right. Like coach, yeah. what what's his name of the old Texas coach um that beat uh, Purdue Beard. twice? Beard. Beard. Like Beard. these were all these are all the He's a good man great. too. These he's are a all great the stand up guy. Yeah, stand, stand up guy. guy. Stand up human. Uh, I'm glad he's getting another chance. Exonerated. Um <laughs> the the um doing his time this, at Auburn. This you know, low level school. Bat. Like I I could be proven wrong, I'm sure. He's I'll the Iona dingbat now. <laughs> Put some respect on his name. Oh man, I know. Oh, that's the one. So that's... so um, on the subject of basketball, Bugle Boy over there on the right side says uh, 13 missed threes in a row, 20 turnovers. I'm spooked. Now, the turnovers, guys, it's October. It's October. It's I don't care about that. Everybody, now, everybody. but Boiler Dab, I would like you to speak about yeah. not hitting threes because I think you're, I don't know if you said this. Oh, it's a ball. bad shooting team. Yeah, your point Shh. is. Your point <clears> don't is, tell anybody. I've cracked the code. <laughs> I don't, the team can't shoot. Guys, go back and look at the statistics. Where they were in the conference, they're not that good of a shooting team. And it doesn't matter what Brian Newbert tells you, don't believe it until the, the numbers show it. How dare you? I believe you can say you can say me. I love Brian Newbert. You can say all you want that this team's awesome in practice. You can Brian say, Newbert. I love the ability of some of these guys <clears throat> to light it up uh when they're playing themselves. Okay. It doesn't matter because when they get into games, they're just not that good of a team. What they're good at is running an efficient offense. Let's talk about this here. And tell me if you guys see anything that might be a little fishy. They're really good at running efficient offense. They're really good at having guys know where they're supposed to be on the court. Last year, remember Painter said, we don't need to change much. We just need to get better, right? I'm not misquoting too badly, I don't think. Okay. Okay. You know, um, but, but a team that's really good at guys knowing what to do, when to do it, how to, you know, another thing they're really good at Zach Eady doesn't foul. Right. Okay. Now painter said, I'm just here for the experience. I love the fact we get to go into hostile environment, 
get this out of the way, get used to it right now. Okay. Is it possible? I'm just going to spitball that he screwed with the lineup so badly. Oh, wow. What? That he what? messed around with it and said, I don't give a crap about this game. What? Yeah. And he said, we're going to dig some holes in this game. And then we're going to see how we can crawl out of them and how we deal with a horribly hostile crab. That is even more hostile than a big 10 crowd because it's like 100% opponent. There is not a wedge of right. your people there. Right. What an excellent test of just kind of the psyche in the metal. And then and the guys, next part, this is a winning mission. in the final, like 90 seconds. Yes. I know. I well, know. Dad, these are all ridiculous. These are thoughts. silly things. Okay. Here's one more silly thing. I just got these silly things. They just float around my head. Zach Eady, of course, didn't foul. He was one of the best players in the nation for an entire year. And even if you go back towards halfway through the previous season, very good about not fouling, going straight up and down. Refs see that they respect it. And by the way, I don't know if you guys, do you know if a guy wins national player of the year, does he get respect from the refs or does he, get, he usually gets a little more? He gets a little, he gets the friendly whistle, right? Mm -hmm. But oddly enough, he earned five fouls versus Arkansas. Is there a possibility that Musselman and Painter said, yeah, go eliminate Edie. Let's see how we handle that one. I'm going to throw all this bull crap at him, right? I already know my team can't shoot. I know that, right? <laughs> Let's just see how it goes, because guess what? It doesn't count. And is there any possibility that, okay, three of the top five teams lost in pretend games, that all these teams were saying the same thing? Yeah. The, the, the team that is the hunted says, okay, we want this. And the team that's hunting is like, we've got everything to gain. Seems pretty it works stupid. for them too because you want to feel better. It works about your for team. everybody. Yeah. Yes, and now you've got teaching points. All these coaches are smart. can say, "You guys, there's you guys, there's nothing, there's nothing that makes Matt Painter happier than a non-conference loss that he can chew his team out about." because oh, yeah. he's he's it, he's softened as he's gotten older. You know what I mean? As he's yeah. as he's settled into his his uh, you know Purdue tenure here, and all he wants are these just reasons to obsess. Oh, like over those details and and like proof that so last year the team started off with not sky high expectations and they were the hunter that kind of overachieved and Zach Eady emerged into this player that we all knew he he was capable of being a great player I don't think any of us were coming into the season knowing that he would be by January, he was the consensus player of the year. No. I mean, like, it, 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 it beyond our wildest dreams, yep. right? Yep. This year, Purdue is in a very different position. And so, yes, maybe TKR, who's a center, isn't going to play that many minutes with Edie. Maybe Edie and uh, watching watching the uh, uh, game, it what Edie was in defensive positions that were a little bit strange. Mm -hmm. He was actively defending the pick and roll. He was a little bit further out from the paint. Again, one, this might be Painter trying to test him as he develops skills for the next level, yep. which yep. he's which are things that he's going to need. But also, it's just because get you know, like test it out. See, right. none of this Why matters. Not? Yeah. yeah. So Did you guys fun. notice in the post game uh, interviews, it looked like they're in somebody's basement? Am I the only one that thought that was weird? I don't understand that. There was like a TV on the wall and some pictures Arkansas. and a couch. 
Arkansas is a uh, bootstrap SEC program. They don't <laughs> it's really like a 19,000-seat arena, right? They don't really have the facilities. They don't have the money, yeah. No, no, exactly. no. They don't have the facilities. Yeah, they're dump- they're putting all that into tutors, I'm sure. By the way, Muscleman, I did not know. They they had that picture that mm-hmm. one of you tweeted out, like that sent man. to the group chat. He is, I didn't realize that he's like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like he's and like, he's a slight five seven. That's what I say. He guy. doesn't have exactly like you. Boil, yeah, you were right. You, Boiler Dad's got the juice to him. Look at right. him. Look at him. He's deadlifting. Yeah, is yeah. what is what. I'm not getting moved does. around by a breeze. That's not going to happen. That's but a muscleman has those shirtless moment, the shirtless celebration moments, uh, which is very strange. I would love for Painter to do that. <laughs> Uh, here's the deal. I final bet Painter would not. One of us. A final four. <laughs> a final four, and we force Painter to to said do a shirtless celebration, a muscleman shirtless celebration. I still think Matt Painter could beat you to within an inch. Oh my gosh, oh, he's yes. got, he's got heavy hands, and then he'll barbecue <laughs> me slowly and exactly. deliciously. He's got heavy it. hands, <laughs> the hands of a plumber. You could just. <laughs> Can you imagine getting like bodied by him in his practice? Oh, no, I bet that dude can still like more than probably when he played. It's yeah, like Kung Fu Panda, now. man. It's like Kung Fu Panda. It's like when you your your punches kind of just bounced off. It just doesn't work. I want to. <laughs> how about a coach Brantley coach Painter one on one game? Oh, Brantley, a lot of man I gotta go right Brantley. In that. that is a Brantley's lot of man. Of them where it's like, oof, man, yeah. that that dude. It, professionally like coaches up Edie, which means that you Do you know think that is. ever happens where these guys are like, oh, let's shoot around a little yes. bit. Yes. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I would mean, think though, I I know Painter will shoot around, but I don't think he'll ever get into like a, a contact version of the game. I think you know, he's talked about that. I just don't above that. Right, right. There's nothing worse than, you know, in, you're in your mid fifties and you snap your Achilles because oh, yeah. you, you can, oh, yeah. it's just it's, like, well, there was a coach. Remember that coach in the tournament who, I Von think was, Hunter. Do I remember that coach? Wasn't it his Achilles? And it, it was when, and he, right? he had it. And then his kid who was the star of that Georgia state team yeah. hit a game winning three and he fell off it formerly of IUPUI and he fell off of his little, his little like, roller yeah. and it was yeah. so good. It was yeah. so good. This is why the tournament's the best. I mean, right. like those are the moments that make him the best. Well, by so the here, way, I, so am I the, way, the same place on, you guys? Hold oh, on, I'm, uh, the BS fact checker, because of course I have this in yeah. a spreadsheet that is easily accessible. The 11 seed was VCU, the 12 okay. was Arkansas Little Rock, the 13 yeah. was North Texas, 15 was St. Peter's, 14. and 16 was Farley Dickinson, so it's 10 and 14. Hmm. So it's Work fine. to be done. Ten's very doable because if you're the two, you ten play the 10 fun. in the second round. 10 is what it is. So, if, you're, you know, if you're the six, you're playing. You know, like right. you could, you could well, get six plays 11 or three, you, you know what I mean? But like you could end up there in the second round, first round. You're right. You're right. We, you've got to, you know, they're, they they don't have to be first round, right? The 15 wasn't a first round. It was this freaking sweet 16 there are levels to this. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, yeah, I, I, uh, it, there are the three point shooting thing is like a worry, like meaning like it be, it's yeah. going to be there. It's At this point, they're a good <clears throat> practice three point shooting team. They're not a right. good in game three point shooting right. team. And you have to see an extended period against high level competition right. to show that otherwise. Sure. You can point to Mason Gillis two years ago, shooting 50% from three. Sure. You can point to Fletcher lawyer in the first 10 games of last season right. being an above 35% three point shooter. But at this point, the, the longer arc of all of this is that they're not that great. They're not that great in game. 
Mm-hmm. And so what happens when, more than the press and more than any of that, what happens when you get into these tight moments? And I think taking Arkansas into overtime, like still be like taking, having Zach Eady in foul trouble. And also they didn't go to him that much. You look at his Mm-mm. usage rate. They didn't go to him as much as they do. As Maybe much as Painter will. forgot he was good. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe. maybe he, isn't Painter not that bright? Does he's, he not know No, basketball? he's, he's, uh, okay. he's a savant. <laughs> Uh, that's one thing you can say whatever you want about painter. When he starts talking about anything that he <laughs> likes, he can recall, call everything about it. It's painter was asked about like a back or a recent guard transfer, uh, on Arkansas on a guy that they played in a preseason exhibition, scr- uh, uh, not celebrity scrimmage. What am I trying to say? Fun, rich charity Fun scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was like, yeah, that kid, you know, came from X, Y, and Z school. They had 12 points, you know, averaged 12 points a game last year. The coach last year was talking about this, this, and this being them great. And Musselman's got him coaching, coached real well. And then, like, rattled off, like, two or three plays that they did in the game. And it's like, what in the world? How were, what? Yeah, he's amazing. He's, he would be so much easier if Payne right. were a jerk. Right. It would just be great. Because then we could say, hey. This guy isn't it's time for a it. change. It's time for a change. Bo Pelini, he's just a big jerk. None of us like him, right, except he's the most likable, smartest guy. And all of the coaches, every other coach, Musselman during his thing, yeah. uh, his uh, post game was like, "That's that's one of the best coaches in the league." In did the you country. guys? Did you guys watch any other? Them. Did you guys watch the other pretend games that were on TV? Mm, a little bit. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun. It's a great. You know, Kansas has a guy that looks just like Hunter Dickinson. Does he play as dirtily? Yes. He's yes. a douchebag just like Henry Dickinson. Oh, wow. Same number and everything? That's yeah. Crazy. He's like similar height. That's, That's crazy. That's I like Same the- stupid glossed over face. Illinois and uh, Kansas playing. There, there was a – before the game, a lot of the – I don't know if you saw, like there was a lot of like – it's kind of neat. They had some stuff like the Izzo um, – Izzo and Barnes were both being interviewed on the headsets during the game at the same time. So they were talking to each other, which was kind of fun. And then in the Illinois-Kansas game, Self and Underwood were interviewed right before the game side by side on the sidelines. Yeah. And and it was funny because the Illinois delusion seemed to have seeped into even the interview because they were like, Coach Self, what was it like being back in, in this arena? I saw you looking around. Coach Self doesn't give a shit about no. Illinois or he that he coached it. there. He's the Kansas coach. He's won two national titles. Shut up. Who cares? He does not care about you, Illinois. I was waiting for a time that I could come here and see it. It looks just, my face is in the lobby. He doesn't care. There are few few places that I want to go see a game, and I would admit are probably better arenas than Mackey. I don't Long even Allen. think Cameron Indoor is on that one. Long Long Allen. 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 Just, I mean, that's my number one. That to me is the. Oh, one I'd love to see like, oh. yeah. If only I had a really wealthy friend that I had a, <laughs> had a endeavor with that could buy me tickets and get me courtside. Mm. You're talking about Greg McManus. That's right. Yeah. He's in the area. He's in the general tri-state. Kansas and Nebraska area. are close enough. I mean, it's tri-state I don't, area. It's like they're it, right next to each other. You can call, and yet you can still be a thousand miles apart. It's still going to take you fifteen hours to get there. It's going to be driving like blowing snow across the plane. It's a prop plane. He takes a regardless of what time of year. There's going to be It's the most segways and prop planes are the only ways that they get around. Two two means of travel. I'm trying to think of where else in college basketball would be. I mean, I've never seen anything that... for Polly Pavilion or not really. I think it's a pit. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't think it's very good. It'd be I cool, think. but again, it's like I I'm a sucker for we'll get for our the colors. I'm just a sucker for we'll all of those. Yeah, the then the John Wooden classic, exactly. Um <laughs> I don't. I know that you're not a huge Rupp? fan of about Rupp. Yeah, I think Gonzaga. Like Dean I, Dome. I, I, I'd like to see something. Gonzaga. There. I'd like to see something there because again, it's just like Washington State. Why am I going to go just there? like chum the waters? Right. <laughs> Gonzaga. You just knew what you I were doing it. there. You knew what you were Gonzaga. doing. Gonzaga. <laughs> what a. Hey, they're like. Hey, guess what, Anish? They're flirting with a conference again. <laughs> It's maybe, gonna be the ACC. Spoiler, maybe they're it's gonna, gonna be the play ACC. a schedule during. <clears throat> they're gonna join the Big East. It's yeah. fine. Well, tell Conferences. Me, you wake me up East. when it actually happens, and they yeah. stop flirting, and we actually get to see them play a, two good games in a row during a season. Not one good game. Year. Wait a month you and a half them. and play another good team. Of the blue bloods, though, if Fog Allen is the one to me. Fog Allen, Allen maybe uh, to me, it's the best. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean. The, I've been to the rack. I mean, obviously, that's, 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 I mean, that's five like royalty right there. <laughs> um, uh, and we've been—I mean—and we've been to um, uh, Philly, the the Palestra. Palestra, thank you. Very cool place. That was cool. Like, I mean, it's cool, very but cool. Very cool. but it's not. Like, it wasn't what they made it out on TV. I can tell you guys. I was watching. I was like. I mean, no. see, it's but neat. the other, but it's the neat. other thing is like we in, in growing up in Indy. Like I grew up on Butler's campus, and I grew up going to yeah, Butler Hinkle's games cool. when Joe they could just said that. given it away. Mm-hmm. When like, was the yeah. last time we played at Hinkle? I don't know that Purdue's ever played at Hinkle. I mean, I'm Hinkle's, sure they have. Hinkle's awesome, but again, I have, and that's why it's like the palestra is cool. But I grew up like going to Hinkle camps when you couldn't mm-hmm. pay people to go to Butler's right, campus when right. nobody knew what Butler was, right? And so it's like. I've been to one except better. You know what I mean? Like I've been like yeah. the palestra's cool, but I I grew up at better. So it's like, you know, those type of arenas, I've already seen the best. So I wanna see I wanna see the big ones. Greg McManus says that that new Kansas player's name is Dunter Hickinson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also says Lawrence, Kansas is only uh three hours from Lincoln. So everything's only three hours. That's, That's why Lincoln's so wonderful. It's centrally located. That's <laughs> Nebraska is a great place to live. Oh man, um, yeah, I don't know. Where else would you want to see a game? That's a that's a really interesting question because I don't. Basketball should have more, and I find myself there's more college football places I would like to see. I think right? I think you have different feelings about football versus basketball, though. Yeah, I think that's I mean, you. You like you? I think game day Saturday means a little more to you than it does than game than game day nine p.m. Monday. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, I, I maybe if maybe if Purdue, I don't know, went to a Final Four, we'd have different feelings. I don't know. <laughs> and I, yet, I follow this idiotic team wherever they go. Absolutely. I've been. I've left the country to watch them. Right. Right. Went to the Bahamas to watch them. Really slummed it too when you went there. I've gone to Connecticut to watch them, which is like another country. And New Jersey <laughs> multiple times. Yes. Right down the road. They're coming back to the rack this year. I'm really not sure I'm going to go. No, 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 no. The rack is cursed. Yeah, dude, I don't is think cursed. That, that doesn't help away. us, Jay. Stay far away. Yeah, you're the problem. <laughs> sure, there might be 10 other guys that could be part of the problem, but you're the main problem, Jay. You're the ringleader of the yep. problem, yes. Yep. So, well, good. I think we're all in a quorum that, that, that cancel is, all postseason. Purdue's probably not going to. 
probably yeah. not going to continue. This season is going to be insanity. Every loss this is going season. to be a complete oh referendum, God. and every win mm. is going to be meaningless because what? Why not? What a deal! You know what I mean? What a yes. deal! I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be driven. Every to loss. Insanity. I mean, that, you know, that was great. That was well put. Every loss is a referendum. Every win is meaningless. It's like what? <laughs> it's this is what I'm saying. This oh, this so year is going to kill me. And it's like you know what? I can't say that anybody's wrong there. Like it's just. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. There you go. We've got balloons. So relax, enjoy the ride. Hope Purdue takes more losses than they do last year, and hope they just look better in like going into the thing. But enjoy the ride, man. We could have a back-to-back no player. Of the he is favored to be the back-to-back player of the year. That's awesome. That's yeah, so that's, cool. I don't think enjoy. he will win it just because no, I don't. I don't it's, it's not the same as the Heisman, but it's one of those things where no matter how good you are, the second year it feels like everyone's like, "Well, it's someone else's it's turn." Yeah. We've seen this. Well, I just think, I just think it's hard to. No, people get tired love of the same people guy. love this shiny new object, right? I mean, yeah, it's like it's like LeBron not you know in his peak not always winning the MVP because it's like people are like, "Yeah, someone else should get it." Oh, Derek like, Rose is cute. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Look at it. he can jump and do neat things in the air. That's awesome. <laughs> Let's give it to him. Yeah. Right. By the way, that was 13 years ago. And LeBron is still dunking like (laughs) that. He's a huge human being. He's huge. He's so big. I cannot emphasize. So, how many? And he's sure the only guy who I can ask about this that is two more years for LeBron, this one and the next year? Oh, I, I mean, he could do it. I, he could credibly play until his mid forties. The question is, how long does he want to? Right. right? How much? How much? Can, how much can his ego take? This because is so. He got he got depants in a game the other night. Did you see that? Where somebody faked him out and he kind of fell over, and like was. everybody on the bench was like, "Woo!" Was so like, awesome. the the what I will say though is that I think this year is the last real title shot he has. Oh, and yeah. again, this one isn't. He doesn't have a great one because the top is so good. But they are. One of the best teams in that next tier, and if you put LeBron in the playoffs on a good team like that, sure. like, I mean, you know, it right. is what it is, right? But mm-hmm. um, if you, there are many listeners that have never been to an NBA game that we have, go just to see how unbelievably massive and it's, fast these I, humans are. I feel that way about a lot of pro sports. Seeing football, pro football at like field level. Is 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 weird. You've heard people say it, and until you see it and hear it, it's very hard to describe. But but basketball, I sat really close for oh. a Knicks game a few years ago. It's like terrifying. The size of these humans with coordination—that's the weirdest. It's change of direction. Change of direction head. is. You're like, how does your body do that? Not right. just how big you are, but the fact right. that you can do things. I make a weird noise when I sit down into a chair, and I'm 34 <laughs> years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I'm I'm done playing the games of like yeah. can you can you score six points in a game? It's like That's no, amazing. I can barely run up and down the court. Right, right. It's huge. What are we talking he's about 38. here? Thirty-eight. Yeah, and he's it's yeah. it's insane. It's incredible. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I felt that way about seeing Zach like you know in person the first time. It's like that's impossible. Yeah, <laughs> it's just <laughs> that should not exist. What are you doing? What? And so it's it'll be fun this year. The thing about his what do you think Zach Eady's real weight is right now? I just saw something oh. about Shaq talking about his real weight at different times in his career. He was four bills. Shaq was well, he's, he admitted he's got up to four twenty five. I think 
Oh, he was never listed at that, was he? No, 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 no. no. And I that was the whole point. That was his the whole point. Of the story. Like on paper, would have been like three eighty. Yeah, yeah. Like, three eighty. No, no, I, I, I think he was listed way below that. I thought it was you like three thirty. Yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. wild. He could have been. Think how big that sounds. But he that talked sounds... about why he did it. Like it was like okay, I was getting in shape for this. I thought I'd have to take a lot of contact. And then I kind of got a little you know, a little bit complacent. And then I had to come back and get in really good shape and was doing these. So I trimmed way out, but he talked about how it affected his game, you know, but how much do you think Zach Eady really weighs right now? I always say we can't really understand this. I'm five, what's four, he, what's I weigh 200 pounds. Yeah. That guy is seven foot four, seven foot three. And he's rock solid. His legs are as big as my upper body. He's listed at three Oh five. Come on. Oh, is he? He's listed at 305. So no. let's put the I was going to say 285 and I thought I'd be high. Oh, he's 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 way above 305, yeah. I think. So if you set Might the be. under, let's say at 315, I would I I'm up, I'm up above. It's a good number. That's a good yeah. setting of that cuz that's tough. I, I don't think anybody's going to say wow, he's let himself go. I mean, look at it. he's freaking he's a rock. His midsection's wild. His legs are the power though. That's a lot of weight in the legs. And he's coordinated. That's yeah. the thing. So yeah. it's like but and so usually you have like somebody else that is like emerging, right? That, you know, it's the Andrew Luck never won a Heisman because RG3, you know, was the shiny new object. He didn't win it in this first year. And then by the second year, he was the runner up in the first year. And the second year, he, he, the shine has already been off. Right. And RG3 was the shiny new object, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the, for this year, it's Zach is not the shiny new object anymore. He was last year, but, also, there's no other player. Like, there's no like emerging kind of natural next, you know, somebody uh, will candidate right? for it. Somebody will, maybe. Somebody will but I, I think he's still going to be. I think Purdue is going to win enough games, and Zach is going to be, you know, uh, still dominant enough. Again, assuming that the Purdue ACL gods don't, you know, take their vengeance and all of this. But like, I, he's going to be good enough that I think it, he's he's going to be. Um, I'm going to go with. A player from Duke. Still a, a player favorite. from Just Duke. any of them. Just pick one. Any player from Duke. It's not going to be Filipowski, I don't think. It'll be somebody else. So, guard play. Again, that's yeah. what I think. It's He's Edie so weird. So, um, yeah. Uh, who weighs it'll more? Be, uh, Joe, Joe Inslee asks, who weighs more, Edie or Haas? Haas. Oh, Haas. Haas yeah. is big all over. Haas, no, Haas, his so shoulders are huge. Here's the thing, though. Sometimes the trainers forgot to pack Haas's arms, <laughs> and that lowered the weight. That did lower the weight. That's a good point. You know what I mean? No, yep, I remember Eady, those games, too. Yeah, those Zach were Zach Eady's arms have never been detached from yep. his body. He's always, and he's always, so always the hands, they're always there. Yeah. They don't they don't flip him out and get the fish hook uh, ends. And right. so it's like, it's good. It's, you know, th that takes off the weight. So yeah. to me, it's, it's, uh, it's Zach here. Filipowski is the second best odds man, but everybody else, Zach Eady currently is at plus 175. Kyle Filipowski is next at plus 800. I, I know it's there like, are a few fans, few Purdue fans that thought Miles Colvin might be up there for player of the year. Well, let's see. And that's kind of, so that's let a lot of people down that he's a freshman let's in college. See who just played with a bunch of small college or small high school kids. Here's the thing. Don't expect, let's remember back remember Jaden Ivy, who I think was better right out of the box, much more prepared than miles Colvin, right? Still took him some time to become mm -hmm. who he was as a sophomore. 
right? That's why wait until the spring for that. Let's, I mean, like, just... I think it's the beginning of the year is going to, and it's good. This is a tough rotation to crack. Yeah. So. The other thing I got to tell you that's annoying me more than anything, because I've been watching other sources just to hear what people are saying about Purdue. I've been trying to grip my teeth and say, okay, I'm going to listen to you talk for a second about Arkansas or Purdue. But one of one thing that really annoys me is hearing people say that all during, they'll say things like all during Braden Smith's career, this I'm like, all during Braden Smith's career, he's a sophomore. He's a true sophomore. Let's everybody pump the brakes. Oh, you know what that reminds me of? I know this is a little bit off of it, but the, do you love the stupid IU person a couple weeks ago who was trying to rip on Gillis? What, saying what? And he, they were making fun of Gillis's comments at the um, media day. Oh, oh and, that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the guy said, I hope this guy never graduates. And Boiler Dow was one of the people who replied and said, he already graduated. He's in grad school, you moron. And that's one of my favorite things is like an IU person trying really hard to sound smart. To be clever, yeah. 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 And you're so stupid, you don't even know it. Yep. Yep. Like, that was that, that was such a – I was like – never graduate. He already did. Dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb He's not a dodo. That's the thing that in, in, when the misconceptions of everybody, right? What? Yeah, Zach Eady's a big dumb guy who he's mean. You're like, you guys don't know what I'm saying about meaner. this dude. I'm okay with him. <laughs> You'd like him to court. be a little mean. No, he's plenty mean on the court. He's plenty mean on the court. I would like right. one of the guards to be mean. I would like it if Braden Smith was a little mean. That'd be nice. Braden Smith had a reputation in high school for. I'd like being... some of that. Just, not all of it. Not all right. of it. But just right. like a, just a sliver of it. Yep. I'd yeah, like I it. understand. It's hard to unleash that a little of the crack. But hey, if that's what it takes, I'm okay yeah. with it. Yep. Uh, Carson was real nice, but not on the court. He no. just, you know, he wasn't he wasn't a nice dude, in, you know, between the lines. But no, he uh, was he was filthy between the lines. That's the thing. It's like so relax. Don't let a, every loss be a referendum and every win be meaningless. It it'll be fine. It's fine, and it's also. Talking to you, some weird Purdue accounts that are existing out there. You don't have to tweet. It's fine. It's okay. You don't, yeah, have, you don't to. have to sound off after everything happens. You don't have to. You don't have to tweet out weird stuff. You can just be. You can just be. You can just live. It's fine. I promise. Yeah. I okay. promise. It'll, It'll be, be okay. It'll be okay if you're not heard after after a, a bad play. Anyway, Purdue's uh, football program is taking a bye, a second bye week, rare second bye week of the uh, of the year. And so I'm, I'm I'm hoping that they come out for uh, Minnesota looking good after that. Okay, but we'll talk. To are, you they, are they going to beat the spread? Did you guys think they're going to beat the spread? Uh, maybe. No. When 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 Jim Harbaugh wants to run things up, he runs things up. I think I think Purdue and he's not going to run. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be forty. And it's not, he's not going to run it up because of Purdue. He's going to run it no, up. No, it's not Purdue's of, fault. They're just in the way. Because yeah. Michigan against the world. Right. Yeah, correct. Screw you. Yeah. Correct. So, yeah. Michigan versus sure. everybody. These these to, these horrible, tiny little states, Michigan and Ohio, have never – I mean, it's always been everybody hates them. It's they're tough. All, it's, it's, and they're it, right by Indiana. You'd think we – you know, as part underdog. of the alliance against those two states would – Plucky underdogs. It's fine. Uh, well, we've hit the handsome one and a half hours. Yep. It's been a pleasure to uh, hang out with you guys tonight. I'm sorry that I am not the happiest guy right now about football, but rest assured, like Anish said, the referendum on losses and the wins not being worth a damn, <laughs> that'll be 
Oh boy, we'll be dealing with that on Twitter all season. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, for for Anish and Jay, uh, thanks to our AJs and thanks to Home Field. I love you guys. Good night.